Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Despite how creative video games can be, just like every other medium, at the end of the day it's the people with the money, namely the publishers and shareholders, who get to call the shots. This relationship between publishers and developers doesn't have to be a negative thing though, and in some cases can actually lead to great, successful products that retain their creative integrity. In fact, the relationship between Naughty Dog and Sony, or Bethesda and Zenimax, are all shining examples of how this relationship can benefit games and the industry as a whole. and developers don't always see eye to eye on projects though, and history has shown that they can suffer as a result. Only wanting to make as much money as possible, throughout the years publishers have interfered in the development of exciting new games, and have crippled potentially great titles in the process. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 promising video games that were totally ruined by publisher meddling. Number 10. Deus Ex Mankind Divided Despite waiting half a decade for a new installment in the Deus Ex series, Mankind Divided was noticeably not all that much different from its predecessor. Featuring a restricted open-world version of Prague and a main narrative that just ended as soon as it got going, the sequel lacked both the content and the polish that most players expected after such a long wait. The case for the disappointment, however, was seemingly revealed in a Jim Sterling video, which claimed that after working on the title for years, publisher Square Enix decided the game was too ambitious, splitting it into two different projects that would offset the long wait between sequels. Unfortunately, that meant Mankind Divided became very obviously half of a game, and sadly, its disappointing sales resulted in the developers being moved onto a Marvel project, with the other Deus Ex experience probably never seeing the light of day, at least not anytime soon. Number 9. Lair a fairly promising original title that had players taking control of fire-breathing dragons and raining down terror from the skies, Lair was pitched as being a system seller for Sony's PS3. Wanting to tie it into their new machine more directly though, the publisher made the one decision that would doom the game completely. It would only be able to be played with motion controls. Changing the development focus to show off the PS3 controller's built-in six-axis motion controls, the title was overhauled to accommodate the features of the new system. Of course, with no option to play the game with regular analog sticks, and with the 6-axis technology itself not being up to snuff, Lair proved too frustrating to be any fun. The developers did later patch in analog support, but by then, the damage was done. Number 8. Middle Earth Shadow of War Despite being a pretty good game, the introduction of microtransactions and loot boxes in Middle-Earth Shadow of War resulted in a never-ending stream of bad PR for the sequel. Fortunately, the title's main campaign managed to implement the system in a way that wasn't intrusive, but the sequel's endgame final act sadly didn't fare quite as well. Instead of being entirely optional, loot boxes are heavily encouraged during the game's twilight hours, tasked with defending the forts and castles you build up over the 
whole game from random attacks, your army of orcs quickly starts to dwindle no matter how equipped you are, with loot boxes being the fastest way to make up for any losses. You need to get through this stretch to see the title's true ending as well, but the climax is designed in a way to either make players feel obliged to splash out to skip the grind or give up altogether and resort to YouTube. Number 7. Fuse their first multi-platform game and the first property that they would actually own themselves. Insomniac Games had high hopes when it partnered with EA to create a new third-person shooter, Fuse. Attempting to bring their distinct brand of irreverent comedy and kinetic combat to a wider and more popular market, the shooter was originally a charming and colourful team-based action game that had all the signs of being the developer's break into the big leagues. Unfortunately, because EA is EA, the company was only interested in beating the competition at their own game. Not wanting to create a vibrant, light-hearted action experience at a time where other releases were taking a grittier, grim-dark approach, Insomniac was told to completely change the tone of the game to make it more adult and serious. Consequently, Insomniac's big break bombed both critically and commercially at the time of release, with the biggest criticism being the title's lack of imagination. Number 6. Perfect Dark Zero a lot of people back in the early 2000s thought that Microsoft's acquisition of Rare would spell disaster for the beloved developer, and they were seemingly proven right when their first big release for the publisher, Perfect Dark Zero, hit shelves in 2005. Originally in development for the first Xbox, the sequel to the classic shooter was instead changed to be a launch game for Microsoft's 360 late in production, essentially meaning that the studio had to redo everything for a title that was already nearly feature complete, not even having access to the full finalized dev kits though, Rare were only working with a third of what the Xbox 360 was actually capable of. Combine that with the mad dash to hit the new deadline, and the title ended up being littered with bugs, making the shoot as sluggish combat even more frustrating than it already was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. 
But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director, Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number five, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Ugh, it was all going so well for Battlefront 2, as EA bounced back after the botched release of the first game by announcing that the sequel would feature an expansive single-player campaign, boast more depth than multiplayer, and scrap the season pass and release all future DLC for free. Unfortunately, EA proceeded to royally f*** it up at every turn, and flushed all the goodwill they'd clawed back down the toilet by cramming in as many shady business practices as possible into the game's multiplayer. Implementing a wealth of loot boxes and microtransactions, fan-favorite heroes and villains were gated off behind ridiculous unlockable milestones. It was estimated that unlocking Darth Vader, who was present in the original game for free, mind you, would take up to 40 hours. Everything in the multiplayer seemed to nudge play into wanting to buy loot boxes, which was made even worse when a lot of the items found in these crates gave people monumental in-game advantages, essentially turning the multiplayer into a pay-to-win model. Number 4. Metal Gear Solid 5: The Phantom Pain Full of some of Kojima's biggest marketing ploys to date and running on a brand new engine, MGS5 was firing on all cylinders for years prior to its 2015 release. Unfortunately, disaster struck a few months before the sequel was due to come out, as reports from inside Konami suggested that Kojima had been fired from the company and taken off the project, instead hired as a contractor to help finish the game. Allegedly not allowed to directly interact with his team, the director was said to be working in an entirely different office from the rest of the developers, forced to indirectly communicate with them to get his orders across. With working conditions at an all-time low, the studio was able to make MGS5 hit its intended September release date without any delays, but it was clear that the game had been heavily compromised in the process, lacking a whole chapter and having a second half that was fragmented and, quite frankly, unfinished. Number 3. Haze Originally supposed to tackle the horrors of war long before the likes of Spec Ops The Line did the same thing, the plot of Haze focused on genetically enhanced super soldiers who used a drug called Nectar. Get it? Because they look like bees! Which increased their combat abilities, but caused hallucinations that masked the true nature of the violence they were causing. It was quite an ambitious premise, but problems started brewing when Ubisoft began to pit the title directly against Halo in the press, demanding changes to the game and becoming obsessed with adding in new features. The developers knew the game already had fundamental problems, but when they asked for delays to fix them, Ubisoft requested the team work on new features instead 
instead, wanting to see sandbox-like levels, crafting, and, weirdly, the ability to play dead. With the core problems not fixed, the publisher brought in its own producers and took control of the title, creating one of the biggest disappointments of the last generation in the process. Number 2. Dead Space 3 Ever since the first Dead Space, EA wanted to turn the franchise into something more marketable, which eventually meant ditching the original idea for the third game, which was rooted in survival horror and initially all about lead character Isaac's delusions and psychosis. Feeding into this initial idea was the mandated co-op partner, who was going to actually be a surreal shadow version of Isaac himself, a reveal that would be reserved for a late game twist. More interestingly though, the co-op experience was going to be entirely different depending on who you were playing as. In order to ramp up the tension and create an uneasy atmosphere, the two characters would see completely different things during key moments, in an attempt to stir up paranoia between the players. This was all cut from the game though, and was of course replaced with microtransactions, a more straightforward story, and the psychosis features toned all the way down. Number 1. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 with Bioware not returning to helm Knights of the Old Republic 2 after the success of the first game, the company championed Obsidian Entertainment to craft a worthy follow-up. Unfortunately, the publisher was a bit too eager to capitalise on the Star Wars hype, demanding that the sequel be completed in only 14 months by as few people as possible. A production lasting just over a year would have been an incredibly difficult crunch for any game at the time, but for an RPG as big and as complex as Knights of the Old Republic, it proved to be impossible. Consequently, despite wanting to make the best product they could, the studio just didn't have the time they needed to finish it. As a result, entire features were cut or left half finished, with the title's ending in particular abruptly coming to a close, leaving it to modders to finish the game with leftover assets long after release. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 